Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is paid commercial programming. The content and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Entercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi, and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. All aboard! <laughs> You're on the crazy train! All aboard! <laughs> Welcome to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. Welcome back. Oh, you say that now, Tom. Oh, that's all right. Start the second hour, don't you take? Yeah, usually, but you could do it if you like. Okay. You could do it. All right. Welcome back to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Thanks for listening. Uh, We also want to thank, before we forget, we want to thank our uh, police officers out there, law enforcement, DNR warden, state patrol, all of you guys out there. You got a tough job, and we appreciate you and respect you, and the rest of the country should, too. Uh, Also... uh, Firefighters, first responders, military, healthcare workers, and uh, folks stocking the shelves everybody. at the pick and save. Everybody, yeah. healthcare workers especially. Shout out to Doctor Nickel. Replaced my mom's hip this week. Got her back walking. Oh, to yeah. all her nurses, they were awesome. Yeah, great. And you want to hear a funny story about drawing a little smiley face? My mom, her hip surgeon was named Doctor Nickel, N I C K E L. And surgeons, when they come in to make sure there's no mistakes, like if Tom was getting his right arm operated on, I would draw my initials and say, it's the right Tom, Mr. You know, it's the yeah, right arm, yeah, right? right. So they yeah. walk yeah. in and go, Great wrong arm. Yeah. 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 On. He took off. Yeah. Yeah. So he walks in and goes, all right, Mrs. Bodie, we are doing your right leg just to make sure. She goes, yes, the right leg. So he grabs a Sharpie and he goes under a little thing and he writes something on her thigh. And I just assumed that he had put a signature on there. And the nurse comes in a little while later to put give her an IV and she starts laughing. And I'm like, what is it? And she goes, he didn't draw, he, he drew a nickel on her leg because he was Dr. Nickel. He doesn't actually <laughs> initial anything. He just writes a little circle and five cents in the middle. That's his signature. <laughs> like he makes his X like in the old days. Oh, that's, that's great. funny. That's funny. Yes, we appreciate He's doctors, drunk. healthcare workers. Oh, You're all yeah. awesome. Oh, they, you know what? Healthcare workers, especially in some nursing homes, uh, man, those women, those, well, not just women, there's guys too. Uh, they got the patience of saints, you know, and, and I, I got to experience it firsthand when I saw my parents pretty much go through and uh, yeah and uh, so uh, and it's also sad a lot of nursing homes if you get a chance visit with some of the people when I was in uh, back in Green Bay on Christmas we'd go with our church youth group caroling in those in the nursing homes and those old people came out with tears in their eyes sitting in their wheelchair grabbed mm-hmm. your hand uh, a lot of forgotten people That's we got to nice. try and remember yeah so and this is the second hour Hour of power. Thanks for listening. Yep. Second hour. So here we go. Here's I mentioned the Louisiana woodcock and snipe. They're talking about a hunt there. Another one. New Mexico quail quadfecta. And uh, it says here that there's actually six native species of quail, but there's four down there. 
And those were the ones I used for the Hornschwaggle. Bob White, Mearns, Gambles, and Scale. Now, don't we have Bob White quail in oh, yeah. Wisconsin? I've shot a number of those. Those are tough, though. Yeah, tough to they're, hit they're, or they're, tough they're, to eat? No, tough to hit. They're they're low-flying. you got to really watch the dogs because some dogs will jump, you know, after right. the birds. And uh, Bob White quail fly low. And dogs are you. You got to make sure you know where that dog is, and they fly low, and they fly fast, and they change directions fast. They're they're not an easy bird to hit. Uh, it's it's tough. I used to do a lot of pheasant hunting, and we'd uh, shoot pheasant partridge, uh, not partridge, right. uh, uh, chuckers, quail. Uh, used to do a lot of that until I couldn't walk in the fields anymore. You know, right? So uh, yeah, and and the the quail, those were the toughies, the bobway quail. They were tough, and you had like I said, you really had to pay attention. Of where the dog was. You really had to do that. Oh. But uh, pheasants and chuckers, can I tell you a funny story one sure. time? I'm out with my friend Sal, and his uh, son Antonio was with us. And his son that, at that time, well, now he's uh, 19. This was like oh, a good 10 years ago, okay? And he's walking along now. At that, The first couple times Sal took his son along, uh, he didn't let him shoot. He just came with us walking, all right? After a while, when he got to learn things and all that, he would give him a a gun, and with, with the dog, if one of the dogs was on point, he'd put a shell in his 410 <laughs> and say, okay, Antonio, you know. So it was very controlled, very safe, and he the, the, the young man learned a lot, okay. Well, anyway, one time he was walking next to me, and we're talking, and a bird comes up, a chucker comes up, and I shoot, and it's a little wounded, and it flies over this little fence line, uh, not bob wire, just, you know, a little wire fence line. So it's on the other side, and, and it's still alive. It's, you know, flapping one of the wings and that. So I said, here, Antonio, I'll pick you up, put you on the other side, go get, grab it, bring it over here. So I pick him up, put him on the other side of the fence. He goes over, he grabs it, comes back. I pick him up, put him on this side, and the thing's flapping, you know. And I said, here, this is what you do when you get one like this. And I grabbed it by the head. Normally, you just twist it a few times, break right. its neck, and it's done. Well, I turned it a few times. The head came off. <laughs> I I thought the kid was going to be traumatized. You know, I'm holding the head. He How many started, times did you spin that around in your hand? Probably only three. And 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 so anyway, so Antonio starts hollering, "Dad, Dad, look! Mister Newbar ripped its head off." He he was laughing, so it didn't traumatize him. Thank goodness. So but, he's okay. Yeah, that, it so, hasn't but, been in therapy. It, no, and I I actually had to laugh too because I never had that happen. <laughs> Okay, here's another anyway, okay. here's another hunt. Uh, South Texas, Chakalaka and white-tipped dove. Oh boy, you doves! Ever... Those are another tough one to hit. What's that? Doves. Doves. Oh man, I mean they're small and okay. they dart left, right, up, down. Oh, but they taste good. Doves are, but there's not a lot on them. <laughs> here's now. Here's what it says: the Himalayan snowcock is the current trendy oddball upland target but it's got nothing on the chakalaka chakalaka which might be the least known least hunted and most non-traditional game bird in the country never heard of them before never heard now do you got to go to the, the himalayas to hit the no Himalaya? the, the wily chakalaka no the himalayan game cock what about Snow that cock. one Snowcock. Do you well, got to go to the Himalayas for that? I don't know. You got to go to the, if you want to find the Himalayan uh, a Yeti. You got to yeah, yeah. go to Himalayas, I, I guess. Suppose. So I suppose. Yeah. Same thing with the Himalayan Snowcock. Matter of fact, <laughs> I'm thinking that the Himalayan Snowcock probably makes up a large part of the diet for the Himalayan uh, Yetis there. <laughs> so, okay. Here's another one Central, 
That's why those Yetis are so fast. They got to catch those snowcocks. Central Kansas chickens, roosters, and bobs. Okay, so roosters, that's pheasants. And Central Kansas chicken. Oh, they mean roosters and bobs. Okay. okay, so that's Bobby. Okay, so we kind of knew those. Let's see if we see any more. What about Wisconsin ones? Are they got any uh, of those? We're working there? our way there. Yeah. North Dakota huns and sharp tails. Okay, sharp tail grouse. Yes. Are they talking about? Have you yeah. hunted sharp tail grouse before? I don't know if they were sharp tails or not. Uh, one time we were up. Uh, I Maybe for- they were Himalayan snowcocks. Uh, but or a chakalaka. All I know is <clears throat> that I was birds. I was young then, and they said <clears throat> they said. Well, if if you get a covey of them that all come up at once, yeah, pick one to shoot at. Right. Well, I didn't do that. I just clock <laughs> shot. Had, yeah. Well, it it kind of scared me. It startled me, you know, because right. they all come up. Well, <laughs> they're all over. Did they sound like turkeys. <laughs> yeah. And then I just started boom, 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 and I didn't hit a darn thing. See, so, <laughs> you didn't listen. I didn't listen. No. So. Um, well, oh. you know, and that's hunt. in the woods, though, Danny. I mean, they're behind trees right away, and limbs and branches. I mean, when I grew God. up in Green Bay, we used to have a lot of Huns, Hungarian partridge. Yeah, I think uh, that's what it was. Yeah, we had a lot of Huns behind our house. There was a field right by yeah. Packerland packing there. Yeah, and uh, you'd see them out there in the snow in the winter, and they look like round rocks. You know, little okay. yeah. round yeah. round rocks. Yeah, because yeah. they're kind of grayish brown, light yeah. brownish grayish. And I yeah. remember the first time they showed up in the backyard. Dad was in his suit and tie, ready to go to Green Bay Preble, where he was a uh, guidance counselor, and he walked between our house and the Larsons with the shotgun. <laughs> Kaboom! <laughs> at six in the morning, and shot one of those Huns. Yeah, I don't think the neighbors really. He only did that once. I got a feeling he had to hear from the neighbors on that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, you'd see the Huns out there. They were normally hard to get close to, but one time I made a. I guess this was illegal. I'm past the statute of limitations yeah. on it. I was out in a sub-zero day on the rail, railroad tracks out there, and there were a flock of Huns, a good 150 yards away mm-hmm. at least. So I had a 22 rifle with a cheap scope, and I leaned over my buddy's shoulder, and I started shooting, and I started elevating because you could see yeah, where it right. was kind of hitting in the snow. Right. And I way, raised way up above and shot, and the flock took off. We walked down there, and by God, I there found— There was one. I mean, there was one, yeah. But That's cool. But it was kind of like, like winged. Yeah. So my buddy Tom Clifford— did the same exact thing you just described. Yeah, grab it by the head and twist it. And yeah. Did its head come off? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I said, what are you doing, Clifford? Man, now I got a headless, headless Hungarian. <laughs> Nothing like a headless Hungarian. That could be a Halloween movie. Yeah, that the could be. headless oh, Hungarian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kind of like the there. guy from Sleepy Hollow. What was, yeah, who Legend was that? of Sleep. Ichabod Crane. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So here's another one. <laughs> Western Nevada, Nevada, Chuckers, and La Hontan Cutthroat. Boy, there's a lot of weird birds out there, weird names of them. How about a chucker? Have you ever shot a Oh, lots of chuckers. You've never shot a chucker. Lots of chuckers. chuckers. When you go to the game farms, there's there's chuckers all over the place. Oh, you're right. Place. I did. I was yeah. out on Wern one time yeah, there's with our friend chuckers. Al Shook, yeah. and he blasted a chucker. Yeah, there's a lot of chuckers out there. He didn't yeah. waste any time shooting that chucker. Yeah, that's the one that I ripped Al the likes, head off of. Al likes to eat chuckers. Yeah, well, you know what? They're, they're, they're in that same family with pheasants and all that. Yeah, they're good eating. Birds yeah. are birds. Yeah. So how about this Lahontan cutthroat trout? You ever hear that? 
That's I, a beautiful looking fish. They they got a picture of it. You know, there's all kinds of strange different breed. If you really study trout, oh, there's a lot of different. There's a lot yeah. of different ones. You know, speaking of that, uh, there's and a, they're gorgeous. They are, yeah. Uh, there's a fella at Sherpers, one of the managers. His name's Dave. Dave was a, a trout guide in Utah for many years. He came here to Wisconsin because his soon-to-be wife was finishing her education in the medical field or something. And this September, they're moving back to Utah. And he would he'd tell us a lot of stories, you know, about the floats down the rivers, some of the rapids that they'd have to go through. Uh, and, and cutthroat trout were one of the trout that they'd fish for. A lot right. of browns, a lot of rainbows, a lot of brookies, but cutthroat trout are in a lot of those rivers there. And uh, it, very interesting. Matter of fact, uh, the guy is so into trout fishing that on one of his back of his calf, he's got tattoo? a tattoo of a, it's a big, about a six-inch tall tattoo of a of a fly that you would use for fly fishing, <laughs> you know. And he said, yeah, most of the clients would, would be fly fishing, you know, for all these trout, but uh, very interesting. Yeah, Dave really knows his uh, trout stuff. I'll tell you that. But he's also uh, a, turned into a, excuse me, a hef, heck of a bass angler. Really? Yeah, yeah. He got into that big time when he came over here. Well, it's kind of it's kind of finesse fishing either way. I would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh, he was telling us about some of these rapids that they'd have to go through. Some of these class three, fours, and fives that. And he has one of those boats. He had one of those boats that's, you know, real tall in the front and the back. I, there's some kind of skiff boats, or I forget what they call them. They you know, like a sheep. special river boat? Yeah, those special river boats where they're real tall in the front and back right. and low in the middle. And he says, they. and if he says when you go through some, there was a particular one that he'd take people to. But to get to a good fishing area, you had to go through this rapid. And he said, Sounds like and, it'd be fun. Yeah, and he said oars out, and he'd tell the people – you know, that they'd have to lean to one side or the other, depending on how. And he says, if you hit that rapid wrong, he says, you're, you're going uh, rear end over tea kettle. I said it rear nicely. End, yeah, you did. Yeah. Good job, Tom. Uh, anyway. And he happy. says, and, and he says several of his, uh, of his friends who were guides there, they, they, they dumped, you know, and, uh, you know, people had a, you know. They, life jacket. Thank God they had their life jacket. The water jackets. is cold, too. Yeah, and then they'd get to shore and hopefully get the boat down river somewhere, you know. I mean, it. He says, yeah, you had to be really careful. You had to hit it just right. That and sounds he, fun. Thank goodness he said he always did. That's an adventure so, I'm going to try. Yeah. So here's another one. Oh, oh we got a break? Yeah, we got to right. go. When we come break. back, we got some more great adventures yeah. to talk about. Yeah, and I just want to remind everybody that after the 730 break, we have Nate Sherper from Sherpers coming in. And I was hoping our phone lines would be working, that if people wanted to call them, you know, and ask questions, they could. But you can't. So yeah. not today. Nick wrecked it. But you can always go, Nick. email us live at the Smokies inbox at ceoguys at yahoo.com. That's ceoguys at yahoo.com. Yeah, because they can't get a fishing report to us now either. No. What you can do is no. you can send a letter to Danny's Durkee's mailbag, and he'll open that up. <laughs> right here in the Durkee's postgame mailbag. Yeah, we'll be right back, folks. Stay tuned for more right here on Sports Radio 1250 AM and 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back. Welcome back to Skipper Bud's Cutting Edge Outdoors. And Tom is 
sending me notes. Yeah. Do we have the NFL contest now? Yeah, but the problem is, since we don't have a phone line that's working, we can't do it. Do you want me to just text Ryan Horvat and see who he's gambling on this weekend? Like a degenerate? We could do that. <laughs> yeah, he, he is the gambler, isn't he? <laughs> Well, what uh, if we just have the contest well, amongst we, ourselves well, and what, keep the record? Yeah, what's the – well, we're not going to keep record. Okay, never yeah. mind. All what's, right. what's the spread? So the Bears are minus three for Thursday night kickoff against the Packers. Bears are minus three. So they expect the Bears to win, but by a couple of points. Minus three. They're giving the Packers three points. That's only because they're in Soldier Field. And they're in Chicago. Yeah, so basically it's a pick em. Yeah, Tom will take. The, Tom will take the Bears. No, I mean Packers. Of regardless. course I will. He's such a homer. You've of course never, I will. Never once in eight years have you never said the other team. Oh oh oh! False. Wait, he said wait, the Arizona. False? He said the Arizona Cardinals would kick the crap out of us, and they did. McCarthy got fired. That's right. Yeah, I did. Yeah, pick the in December, the Cardinals were like last a two-win team. Last year. Yeah, and he came in. And he was I, like, they're gonna lose. Because I said, just watch. There's. They got to win this game, but you watch. Those damn Cardinals, they're still going to beat them anyway, even though they shouldn't. And they wow. fired the coach. And they fired the coach, yeah. Yeah, McCarthy. That. Then then, then, then the that. coach, yeah, especially because then the coach, he went up and, and raised havoc at yeah. a, at a uh, high school. Pulaski yeah. High School basketball <laughs> you know, game and got thrown off the you know, court. You know. And it all started a, a snowball. It all yeah. went downhill from there. One uh, thing led to yeah. the other. This weekend, they, they got a cut down to their 53, and it's like Today. you got to wonder – what it's going to look like. Today by 3 o'clock, so keep it tuned to yeah. 1057FMTheFan.com. Our guy Mike Clemens, he'll have updates on that throughout you the day. Okay. Keep it tuned to the fan. We'll keep oh, you yeah, updated. That's yeah. right. That breathlessly yeah. anticipate their... Wondering uh, who, you know, are they going to keep... They're not going to keep two kickers. But I uh, I forget who it was. Guaranteed that one of the two Packer kickers, place kickers right mm-hmm. now, will be kicking in Chicago. You because know, they don't have a place kicker. So if they keep Mason, the other guy's going to Chicago. Yep. If they keep the other guy, Mason's going to Chicago. You know, I <laughs> one I, of them we I really kicking. feel for those guys who made it all the way through training camp and now they're gonna get cut. I'll never forget the time yeah. Bart walked in the room and said, Dan, you had a hell of a training camp, but we gotta let you go. <laughs> yeah. It's a tough, uh, <laughs> it's a tough thing. They took uh yeah. you know, it be- it was between you and Estes. <laughs> Estes Hood. <laughs> Estes. Estes Beach Out. Yeah. That shows you how I, bad I was. You know, you know, when it comes to... They called him Useless Hood. Yeah, yeah. That was his nickname. Yeah. Yeah. Danny, Danny was battling with Randy Wright you know, for starting time. Yeah. Useless you know, Hood. Hey, Randy Wright was a friend of mine. His, yeah. uh, well, his wife worked for me at the health club back in oh. the day. You he'd knew come, Badger quarterback come, Randy Wright? Yeah. yeah, he was then Packer quarterback. He'd come in, he'd walk in, he'd sit in my office, he'd say, hey, Dan, how's it going? How are sales? And we'd sit there and shoot the breeze. He was a real yeah. nice guy. And his wife... Taught aerobics for me, and Sunday morning she'd always bring me donuts because I'd always it'd just be me and her running the club. Yeah, yeah, real nice people. I, uh, wow. you know, when it comes to nicknames of of some of the football players and whatever, I, the my favorite nickname was God. I can't now. The vaccinator. Yes. That what was, was his uh, name? What was his name? T Buck. T Buck. Terrell yeah. Buckley. Yeah. He thought the he was going to be the next Jim Thorpe. Yeah. He's going to give you a shot. T Buck. <laughs> I loved it. Well, Bob and Brian used to do a. That they, was they used awesome. To go that was so on, funny. On T Buck, the, va- yeah. the vaccinator. The vaccinator going to give uh, you a shot. <laughs> let's see. And Useless Hood. One of um, them, either it was Useless Hood or one of them actually came out and said he got a kick out of it. Somebody mailed him. <laughs> Mailed him a piece of burnt 
toast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. Yes, I remember that. A piece of burnt toast. Even he got a kick out of that. Yeah, that's funny. Well, sometimes those defensive backs do get burnt. You know, they get they get fooled. Now, you were saying that during the Wisconsin game, which they mm-hmm. they rolled over South Florida 49 and nothing, they uh, – uh, what was I going to say they boat race? You said uh, the the guy on the team that was off and now he's back. Uh, Quintez Cephas, yeah. yeah. So he Qu- was open. So Quintez Cephas yeah. burned the DB. Uh, he could have had two, maybe even three touchdown catches yesterday. He was and, wide open, eh? And Jack Cohn just kind of missed him, but Jack Cohn overthrew his receiver. And we used to have Alex Hornibrook who didn't have the arm strength to do that. Yeah. He would only underthrow guys. So we're, we're improving. If we yeah. ever get a quarterback who can actually hit receivers at Wisconsin, when they're open. they would be unstoppable. Yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, Jack Cohn looked well, nice once he settled in yesterday. Oh, I should mention that the NFL football picking contest, which will start next week, hopefully, um, is brought to you by Curly's Waterfront Pub. And uh, if you pick correctly against the spread, the Packer game, you'll get a $10 gift certificate from Curly's. And uh, but we just can't do that this week. Well, I've never had no. This is I know less about this game coming up than any Packer game ever. I have no idea what the Packers are going to do this year. Yeah, nobody does. Nobody. I mean, I have this no is, idea. This is all brand new this year. This I mean, year. who knows what's going to? They and, could. They could look great. I wouldn't be surpri- surprised if they stunk it up either. I mean, it's just like I don't know. Yeah. I'll give you my prediction. You know who's going to be watching week one? I think female viewership for the Green Bay Packers is going to be up a lot this year. Coach Matt LaFleur, my mom's watching for him. She likes that guy. Oh, yeah. She he's he's cute. a good-looking guy. <laughs> oh, Young guy. God. Kind of different than your usual coach, right? That's, that's the trend now, man. Young, yeah. 30. Well, we'll see what happens. You know, they're talking about their new scheme of run game and all that. How about Chucky? What do you think Chucky's going to do down there? And uh, is it Oakland now? Yeah. But it's soon to be Las Vegas. They'll be in Vegas next year. Uh, the Raiders? I have no idea. Okay. He should be walking up. If you do, you want to leave us for a minute? We're sure. For we'll four go. minutes. Who am I letting in, Tom? Uh, Nate Sherper. I just saw him pull up. I, I guess you could go to the front door or the some side door. Some guy in a trench coat and a but bag of donuts. You can go to the side door it and is. just wave him down. Hopefully he's got some coffee, too. Yeah. No, I don't think he does. Don't think so, Tom? I don't know. But I know I just seen him pull up. Nick's going to go get him. Yeah, there he is. You've seen him? <laughs> yes, there he is. Okay. Anyway, okay. another guy wearing shorts like you. It was chilly out this morning, and you come in with shorts and T-shirt, and it's like, damn, I'm cold. You got <laughs> to up your body fat level, Tom. Yeah. I got that oh, body yeah, fat right. there. Yeah. Keeps, me, keeps me warm. No, you don't. I do. You can have some of mine. So <laughs> here's another, before uh, Mr. Sherper comes in, I was looking in the magazine. They talk about Nebraska Sand Hills. I guess they're talking about Sand Hill... Is that Sand Hill Crane they're talking about? That must be. That has to be because there are. Oh there, no. It, th- 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 no! It's it's. Wait. I don't know. They're also talking about uh, sharpies and musky. Have you heard about that? You can go there and do a bird hunt and get musky. Have you heard no. about musky fishing in Nebraska? No. They're Neither pulling our legs. No. Here's it says. No. You. It says it's no secret. Oh, the Sand Hills is the area. It oh. says it's no secret that the sand hills of central western Nebraska offer fantastic opportunity for sharp tails and prairie chickens. But if you remember to bring a rod, you could also add a trophy muskie to that list. No, they don't have trophy muskies there. They're fooling you. They they, they don't know what a muskie no, is. No, they're talking no. about the merit. It says the merit 
Reservoir is a world-class musky fishery. We're going to have to look that up, Danny. I don't know about if, that. If our phones were working, I'd tell one of our listeners, one of my musky schmo buddies, to call and see if they've heard about that Merritt yeah. Reservoir. Hey, let somebody's uh, fished it. Well, maybe. So listen, we're going to take a quick break right now. Mr. Nate Sherper is in the studio, but he's going to go cut his new ad. And then he's going to be talking about some of the new stuff that's going on at Sherper's, one of the new locations. So the mkeblades.com uh, site to find out more about that and more. Stay tuned right here on Sports Radio 1250 AM and 105.7 FM, The Fan. It is now time with our great pleasure. We have Nate Sherper in the studio sitting on a microphone. Good morning, Nate. Good morning, Tom. How's it going, guys? Good. Hey, first tell us. Now, you have a new store besides the Oconomowoc store and the Hales Corner store. Tell us about your new store. <laughs> yeah, so we opened up a store in Port Washington, Wisconsin about a year ago. We just passed the one-year mark. So, uh, yeah, we had the store in Hales Corner. has been there since the 50s. The store in Oconomowoc been there since the 70s. And now just open up this one. So we joke we open up a new store every 40 years. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so so will you be around for the uh, for the next one <laughs> yeah hopefully i'm hopefully. hoping so that's the goal um so and then what 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 is really big now everybody who's been in the sherpers and hales corners know that sherpers has the best quality knife selection anywhere in the state as a matter of fact your number that you're the number one seller of benchmade knives in the state yeah that's correct now you've got a new website though that could people can find out all what you have and prices and all kinds of stuff, right? Yeah, absolutely. Tell us about that. So we took all the knives off our Sherpers website. We've obviously still got them in the stores, but we created yeah. our own website called mkeblades.com. And we have everything there. We've got um, some videos, some information about the knife, and just wanted to have something that was totally dedicated to knives since we have so many customers that are they're so into that. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, I when I started there, oh, God, it's been over eight years, I think. <laughs> I mean, we sold a lot of knives then. But but they they had a lot of cheaper knives too, yeah. right? But you've got knives from twenty dollars to five hundred and fifty, a thousand dollars. You know, you got all different ones. But you've got the quality knives in that, let's say, one hundred to four hundred dollar range. I mean, really quality knives. And it amazes me how many people buy those knives. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I am just blown away. I mean, you've got people who are just looking for a quality knife. You got people yeah. who are actually collecting them, doing mm -hmm. it like like you would cars or anything else, yeah. and they're coming in and buying these high ticket knives. Yeah. And uh, tell us about some, you know, uh, there are still a few people out there. I had a couple people, as a matter of fact, come in. It was a few weeks ago. And I showed them the out-the-front knives. Yeah. Okay? And they said, oh, those are illegal. We can't have that. You know, I said, no, no, they're illegal. They're legal now. You can get you can get these now, you know? And they were just surprised, you know? But tell us about the different selections of the out-the-front knives that you have. Yeah, so we've got some great out-the-front knives. We've got um, starting at about 50 bucks is going to be your entry level, kind of just, you know. I've got one of those. Yeah, and <laughs> show I it off at the thing. bar type knife My for sure. My brother has one of those. I love he those things. To me. Uh, what's the brand name? Uh, uh, Lightning, uh, Lightning, yeah. Lightning, yeah. Good, good tackle box knife every once in a while. I'll tell too. you, and, and you know, okay, they're they're only fifty bucks. Yep. When I first bought it two and a half years ago, I no, I take it back. This is September. It's three years. I thought it would last. You know, it's made in China. The steel isn't that great. I yep. thought, oh, what's it going to last? Six months? 
Three years, I use it every day, I've every ha- day. I've heard that same story from a lot of people, I'm too. I'm telling you, it's it, 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 it's a great – and we sell so many of those. Yeah, We've absolutely. run out of those. As a matter of fact, I think you got to make an order I know, on I just, those. <laughs> I, I was just at a show, actually. I just did an order a couple good, of days ago, good. so we're getting more okay. in. <laughs> but tell us about some of the, the really good out-the-front yeah, knives. So then you can get all the way up to 500 bucks for some of the bench-made stuff, all American-made, really high-end steels, some tool-grade oh. steels and that stuff, full lifetime warranty on it. Anything goes wrong with it, any maintenance yeah. you need on it, um, we we actually send it into Benchmade for you and get it done. So as long as you don't lose it, it really is truly a lifetime knife. Yeah, same thing with uh, SE knives. Yep, we got SE knives, great warranty on those. those. Those probably have one of the best warranties around because if let's say if I had one and 10 years laid down the road, I give it to Danny, and Danny should happen to use it as a screwdriver <laughs> and break it or what something happens to it. Right. He, he can send it in. Yeah. And they'll send them a new one. You can do anything. There's two brands yeah. in the store that are like this. And yeah. I always tell the people this. It's uh, SE Knives and Osprey Packs. If you you know break the tip off an SE Knife on purpose, they'll replace it. Yeah. If your dog chews up your Osprey, Osprey Pack, you give them a call up, they'll give you a new one. Yeah, it's, uh, it, Great warranties yeah, on Yeah, I mean, granted, things. you you pay a little extra, but, oh, that, yeah. but because that warranty is worth it. If you don't lose it, like you said, if you don't lose it, you have it for life. Absolutely. Are, 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 are some of the people coming in just to buy a real nice hunting knife for oh, deer hunting? Yeah, absolutely. Oh. I, I mean, I th- I think, you know, buck knives are still your traditional right, deer hunting right, knife. Right, Everybody yep. knows those. You know, grandpa, dad all had a buck yeah. knife that they passed it on to you. But, Aren't they made in Wisconsin, too? Uh, no. No, they don't. Idaho. Yeah, they make them out Idaho. west, yeah. Okay. Um, but And then, yeah, I would say Benchmade really has kind of stepped their game up in the hunting world uh, as well. They've got some awesome, awesome Hunting knives, Danny. The, so, I mean, so, and you don't need that that twelve inch knife. No, you know? no. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're like six inches, seven inches, you know, whatever. And and they're a lot of them come with the S thirty V steel, you know. Yeah, they are quality knives, you know, that you would be proud to use anywhere you go, anywhere. Once. The- and speaking of the autos too, the the Buck One Ten, yeah. which is like your classic yeah. hunting knife that yep. you know your wooden handle, classic shape. They actually turned that into an auto too, so they've got yeah. one that's got a push You're button kidding. and the yeah, blade you press pops a right out. And it pops right out. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And those are what about 150 bucks? Yeah. yeah. That's right around there. But they yeah. have a good warranty too. The Buck Knife. Oh, don't they, they? yeah, yeah. They have a good uh, limited lifetime warranty. So anything, right. any defect or anything, they take care of you on those too. And that and that happened to me one time with a Buck. Um, I I was too. I was working in my garden. I'm on my knees. I was too lazy to get up, go in the garage and get my garden knife. You know, a, a fixed blade. Yeah. So I took out my nice Buck and I start. <laughs> oh, and I screw. I got dirt in it, and now it was really bad. It wouldn't line up correctly. I sent it to Buck, I think it was with $7 yeah. uh, for the return postage, and I sent him a little note, and I said, can you please realign it and clean it? I, I said, well, if there's any charge, just send me a bill. I got it back within 10 days. There was no bill, no letter, no, they just sent it back, and it was perfect. Yeah, most so, of those companies yeah. will do that. And, and for us, too, we've got a lot of the spare pieces and parts at the store, too, so even if you lose a clip or a screw or something like that, most of the time we can take care of that at the store for you, yeah. too. You guys talked about some really expensive knives. Do some hunters like to get something real expensive with, like, some engraving or some gold or something fancy in, in the handle? Or, yeah, I mean, I mean we, we've got some, we've got a limited edition buck right now that's about a $300 buck hunting knife, and people do that. I would say most of the time it's a collector's thing or a gift and okay. not necessarily get used. I, I would still say you're... And a fifty to hundred and fifty is the one that you're actually going to get out there and use, and then obviously we've got some that are mm-hmm. a little bit more disposable at the twenty dollar right. level too. And you know, there's one thing that's so important. If if I'm ever in the knife department and somebody's buying a knife, the one question I always ask them, always, what are you going to sharpen it with? 
Now, some of them say, oh, I got to sharpen it. They'll tell me what kind. Or some guys say, I do the stone, you know. And if they're really good at using a stone, that's great. Because the hardest thing is, you know, it's keeping that correct angle. Right. And using a stone, I mean, you're going to kind of screw up a little bit unless you're really good at it. But Sherpers has got all the sharpening tools from the low end of fifteen nine or from three forty nine yeah. all the way up to a couple hundred bucks for those fancy I forget forget the name of them the work sharp yeah belt, work belt sharpers so yeah ask, belt yeah. sharpers okay so Tom you gave me some some little hand sharpeners from, yeah oh that, yeah that one yeah. yeah and you know one of the best things I had gotten years back uh, my cousins live up in Duluth they gave me a little tool that they use for sharpening chainsaws up there that worked dynamite yeah on knives and he said it's hard to find these anywhere everybody's yeah. wanting them and yeah. he gave me one so i brought it to john at the musky shop said here john let's start working on sharpening some knives and you know what happened he lost he it. lost it <laughs> he lost it i never saw it. i went back up there and he's pulling oh i don't know where i put it he had junk all over the place but my dad for years i remember it's kind of a rite of deer season i can still hear this in the kitchen he pulled out in an old electric sharpener with a couple of wheels yep. and he'd plug it in and you know, he'd run it through that, you know, mm-hmm. and be kind of scraping mm-hmm. through. And I have that. And are those good? Do those? Yeah, they're pretty good. I, the, what, the, what Tom was talking about before, there's a work sharp sharpener, that, which is basically a, just a big version of that. That's got a big uh, belt on it. Okay. I would say those are the best. For some of the high-end knives that have a really hard steel, that's probably the best, yeah. something mechanical. So you can just yeah. keep yeah. running it through. And, and I think I think Danny's talking about the ones with the little wheels. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was, it was like wheels. a kitchen knife sharpener yeah, yeah, almost. Yeah, yeah. Two yeah. Wheels. yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, Th- yeah. Those kind of still exist. I, we don't carry a whole lot of them because, honestly, I think they're sold mostly for, like, kitchen knives. But, you know, th- those are a nice sharpener, too. I guess yeah. the, does a guy have to – should you be putting a lot of pressure when you're doing it or lightly running it You through? really don't have to put a whole lot of pressure on those things and just kind of lightly run it through okay. and do it multiple times. Because I plan times. on using it on my buck knives yeah. this year because I got it. And, you know, once I cleaned out the house, Dad died and gone. But mm-hmm. I thought his old sharpener, I'm going to yeah. still use to carry the tradition of yeah, absolutely. Sharpening, the, <laughs> sharpening the knife. And not only that, but also like a lot of machetes, axes, yep. Yep. tomahawks. Yep. <laughs> you know, all, all the stuff with sharp blades, and there's stuff in the, to sharpen them all. I I use that. Uh, I don't. I forget. Uh, Smith Smith makes it. It's a handheld with just two carbide. Yeah, the, blades. the pocket pal or something. Well, I think this it's is called. the larger oh, one. Oh, the bigger one. Okay. Where yeah. I can put my machete or an axe yeah. in the vice. Machete. And then then run that through it, and oh, that does a wonderful job. Yeah. Why do you what, have what a do you machete? Ha- yeah. What are you hacking down you, with the machete? For you, I got a machete just for you. <laughs> what kind of but, maniac am now, I working with here, yeah. Nick? Now let's let's talk about other stuff other than knives at the Sherper stores. Yeah. Tell us about all the different other things. Well, well <laughs> I know that could take a while. Yeah, it could take a while. I think one really cool thing that we've done, and, and Tom has definitely helped out with that, is we've been continuously expanding our fishing department. Yeah. Um, you know, there's stuff for anybody there, your entry-level fishermen just coming in trying to get set up. And then we actually started to do live bait yep. uh, this summer, too. So those were some pretty exciting things. We moved the fishing department up yeah, front right, right up by front. our register yeah. and stuff. So uh, definitely, uh, you know, Tom and the guys at the store spent a lot of time on that this well, summer. A couple- but footwear. Oh, I'm sorry. Foot- <laughs> I was going to say footwear is a big part of Sherpers because one thing that people don't realize is that Sherpers doesn't sell cheap stuff. Yeah, this is good quality footwear, whether it be uh, f- you know, for summer stuff or winter boots and all that. 
you've guys got it covered. Yeah, especially I mean, in especially in the winter boot area. Baffin boots oh, is the one that I'm yeah. going to recommend everybody, especially guys that are out on the ice ice fishing. The Baffin Titan is one of the best what boots. What is that? That goes down to what? 140 below or something like that? Yeah, you're 140 below yeah. on that. Full rubber outer, yeah. waterproof, uh, and those things are warm. I yeah. actually read an online report about boots or in a magazine somewhere, yeah. and I was asking Tom about those boots last year on the air, and yeah. he knew about them. Oh, they're great. Oh, I better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm back, he knew right away. I'm, I'm back <laughs> there in the footwear department every now and I then. I do yeah. believe, yeah. and, and I read good. reviews by guys that are snowmobiling or whatever in the coldest weather. The only thing I think it did recommend, though, that you have to have a certain type of sock because well, otherwise uh, your feet can get too hot in them or yeah, something. Yeah, uh, honestly, a lot, a lot of the guys will recommend going barefoot in them because it's got okay. a liner in there. Most people do a, a thin, like, wool sock, but, yeah, you don't need that big, thick sock in those. Yeah. Gotcha. Hey, Nate, can you stick around for another till the – Another segment? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, great, because right. we got a lot more to talk about. Let's do it. All right, we'll be right back, folks, with more. Nate Sherper, special guest in the studio today. Uh, he's Dan Bush. I'm Tom Newbauer. Part-time Nick Bode is in here. Well, he's finally here. We're glad and, he's here. Yeah, I know. Me got too. got a nice hoodie on, too. Yeah. We'll be right Just back, folks. Read when don't, oh, don't so try hard. calling us because the phone lines are not working. <laughs> we'll be right back with more. Smoke signals. Yes, it is the final countdown. Last segment here on the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Nate Sherper from Sherpers in all three locations, Hales Corners, Oconomowoc, and Port Washington is in the studio with us live. But I got two quick emails uh, that I got to read. This one comes from Ken. Tom, fish locators, so I guess about fish locators. So I idle over the lake with my side shooter sonar running. My search path is 300 feet wide, so I spell, okay, he's going on and on and on. I'll tell you what, Ken, I'll read that later. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to the other one. It seemed like that was a long one. Adam writes, oh, it's another long one. As you fellas are discussing adventures this morning, I couldn't help but think of the last two float trips I'd done with my friend. And, uh, okay, I'll tell you what. I'll read that one next week too. Since we, <laughs> these are long ones, yeah. <laughs> so I will get to those next week, and uh, then uh, because we have uh, Nate Sherper in the studio with us, I'd rather be talking to him about some of that stuff. Now we were talking to Nate about the footwear department and all the quality, regular shoes, and and some of the name brands like Keen, Merrill, Baffin. Uh, Danner, uh, Sorrell, yeah. Thank you. Bunch there, of them. There's so many of them, you know. And you've guys got things that in that store, especially in the Hales Corner store, that people wouldn't think of looking for. When I first started, I never thought that they still made the old boots with the buckles. Yep. They called them goulashes, I guess, way back when when I was a kid. Yep. And I thought they didn't make those anymore. Yeah, I still think we're one of the only places that has the old two-buckle and five-buckle boots. And and we sell them. (laughs) Yep. People want something that's big that they can just slip on their regular shoe into and then take off later and leave their regular shoe on. Yeah. Yeah. You might want to press your red button, Danny, so that you're on. There you go. Okay, I you're pushed good. my button. <laughs> pushed well, button. I do. Uh, I do like Sherpers as far as it. It has the stuff that, you know, like I needed tent stakes yep. when I was going to go oh. up. I mean, it was great. Go in there. You guys got bins of tent stakes. I'm like, wow. And well, then anything for camping. And then my poles had the elastic thing broke. You right. guys re-threaded that for yeah, me absolutely. so i mean you guys got a lot of, and then i needed some when my tent was leaking you guys had all kinds of seal stuff <laughs> yeah still leaked i had to get 
<laughs> had to get rid of that tent. But yeah, yeah you guys got a lot. And uh, let's see, uh, hoodies and sweatpants oh, yeah. and stuff like that. All kinds yeah. of all, menswear, women's, and really quality men's and women's wear. Yeah, absolutely. You got the Patagonia, you got the uh, North Face, you got Columbia. Yeah, any, got, other, any brands I'm missing? Uh, cool has been a big cool, brand, too. Cool, that's another one. But then you got, I mean, you got our 999 flannels and sure. our 1099 sweatpants and all right. that stuff, too. Oh, what's really <laughs> important, besides anything for camping that you know, I mean, literally, anything for camping, we got it. Boy Scout, Girl Scout stuff. You need stuff for the kids, you know, for the scouting. Got it. Uh, but there was one thing. Oh, and oh, I'm thinking of so many things. Canopies. <laughs> You're walking through the store in your mind yeah, right now. <laughs> yeah, But no, I was thinking that, uh, uh, oh, boy, I just lost it. Uh, he, oh, does, he does it a lot. <laughs> no, I, I just remembered it. In the middle of the store, you know, people are always looking for bargains. Yep. Let's face it. Wisconsinites always look for deals. There are three long racks, double-sided. With discount clearance merchandise, that's really cool stuff. Yeah, we're trying to grow that up. I mean, we've always been a discount store. We're Army yeah. Navy Surplus Store right. forever, and we kind of had stuff spread out all over the store. Um, so we're just trying to take some of that stuff that's real down and dirty, real clearance, yep. uh, closeout type stuff, and yeah. center it in the store. So. Right, but a lot of clothing. I mean, you've got, you've got North Face in there for oh, yeah. 30 40% off. Absolutely. You know, you've got, uh, a, oh, the, the the sports team's shirts yep. <laughs> from all over the country. Yep. And they're only like, what, three ninety nine or something like yeah, that? Yeah, we got them at three ninety nine. Yeah. Right now. I mean, and if you like old players, like old Bucks players from years ago, they got their names on the backs. Regular, you know, Bucks shirts, you know, with jersey their names. Type that, things not, not the, it's like that T-shirt jersey it's a type thing. Jersey. But yeah, okay. it's, it's one of those old like surpo- surplus yeah. closeout deals. It's all the old stuff. Yeah. So I'll get one you're going to get says, like a Finn Baker jersey yeah, yeah, for $3.99. Exactly. Yeah, that sounds okay. Yeah, really. <laughs> it's not bad at all. Yeah. And, and then and there's like teams from all over the country of different places. I mean, I mean, there's people that'll spend an hour going through all yep. that stuff to find the right one. How about... But, how about heavier heart like canoes and kayaks oh, and stuff? Yeah, yeah let's we do get a, into that. We do a ton of that too. So um, we've been growing that business. We got everything from uh, you know a three ninety nine uh, uh, small fishing boat all the way up to you know a twenty five hundred Lake Michigan fishing boat or some of the Winona kayaks, the custom okay. made Winona kayaks that go up there. So yeah. we got a little bit of everything uh, there. We're running a sale right now. We're fifteen percent off everything, and in about a week here, we're going to start selling off uh, all our rental boats too. So we're yeah. going to have those oh, out on the market. Those are go- those are good deals on the rental boats. Yeah, when you get rid of those. Yeah, and you know, in in kayaks and canoes, you know, you you got the foot pedal motor ones. Yeah, you got the all different sizes and colors. The one canoe that I thought was so great, it's made out of Kevlar. It's so light. Yeah. Who makes that one? Uh, those are Winona. So, Winona. They, you know, it's for anything, but they, they made them really for Danny, the boundary water. So yeah. you can portage, you know, Danny, you a couple wouldn't miles with them. How light this thing is. I was gonna it s- is so light. <laughs> it is unbelievable, but gonna, strong. I was yeah. going to say, pretty much, uh, I'm thinking aluminum canoes might be a thing of the past. Oh, and yeah, they're all pretty much uh, the ca- lightweight. They uh, kind of are. Nobody really no, makes them anymore. No. We get people asking for all the right. time. So this Kevlar is the closest thing. It's oh. a, little, a little more expensive, but they're indestructible. And you can get a 17 foot boat that weighs 20 something pounds. Right. Real, real light. How yeah. about if, yeah. if how about the paddle boards? Have you gotten into oh, those? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We got well, some I mean, of those. Everybody's going nuts on those things. Hey, nowadays. we got we got some paddle boards that are what are they? About 10, 12 feet high? Yeah. Twelve a... feet long by <laughs> five feet wide, four yep. or five feet wide. Or I think it's four feet. It, they're huge. Yeah, you could fit four to six adults on them. <laughs> yeah. So that's see, Danny, see. you need one of those. So when you do your paddle board, you when you do your paddle board yoga, you won't fall off of that thing. Uh, Waka's, <laughs> Waka's got a good one for me. He gives me a nice wide one. And you know, when you guys first started uh, years ago, with you said you were gonna, you know, rent 
kayaks. And I'm thinking, oh, come on. It's in the middle of a Hales Corners. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you would need this out by Oconomowoc where yep. they got lakes, right? It's amazing how that has grown. Yeah, People I mean, you guys sell come in, a rent lo- a kayak, yeah, load it up, and head on head yep. up north. Or yeah, whatever. we got basically all the stuff to help you put it on your car. Yeah. We're one of the only places that lets you take it offsite. A lot of the rental places, like you said, will be on a lake, and they say yeah. you have to go out there. But if somebody wants to go up north with them for a couple of days, yeah, uh, they're able to do well, that. That's a good yeah. deal too, because a lot of people like to do that stuff, but they got nowhere to keep it at home, yeah. so they'd rather just right. use it and rent drop it, it for off. a day. Absolutely, yeah. and it's inexpensive. And the other thing too, since we only have a couple minutes left. <laughs> Binoculars, all the water for purification stuff, uh, pins. You don't find uh, military pins or car pins or just all all kinds of pins. Uh, I mean, we've got thousands of them. Yeah. You don't find those at any store. No, this no. is the only store you can find that at. Absolutely. Uh, I wish I could speak about all the other stuff. I mean, it's just. I'm just gonna throw in a plug real yeah. quick for the waterfall hunting since that's coming up. Oh uh, yeah, great. Yeah, because we've got. Duck calls, duck decoys, yep. duck this, duck that. <laughs> we got all, this, all the duck stuff and goose stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. We got it. Well, Nate, I want to thank you for coming in today. I'm looking forward to hearing the new commercial. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm looking forward <laughs> to that. And I hope you have a great weekend at the store. Yeah, thanks for having me in, guys. I appreciate right. it. Yeah, well, this has been another one in the books, Danny. Another one in the books. That's all yep. I got. Yeah, that, me too. That's all I got. But next week, we I, I'm going to have a lot to talk about next week. Oh, and in the upcoming weeks, we're going to have a special surprise guest in the studio. So you all got to stay tuned. I'm not going to say who it is or when, but it's going to be coming. To all the listeners, thanks for listening. And God bless and stay free, everyone. You've been listening to Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Happy Labor Day weekend. We'll talk to you all next week. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.